welcome to the Church Fails Podcast, where we bring our failures out into the open so we can laugh together and learn something along the way. In this episode, we're going to talk about when technical difficulties happen in the middle of worship, because we had that happen very recently. Good story. Anyway, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Cade. I'm the creator of Collaborate Worship and the lead pastor at No Limits Church. My name's Dylan. I'm the creative director at Collaborate Worship and the worship leader at No Limits Church. Okay, so recently we had a pretty funny oopsie. It wasn't very funny to me, but it's probably going to be funny to listen to it. And it was in the middle of our worship set. Um, and we didn't really handle it the best. <laughs> but looking back, we now know that we could have done it better. We know what we could have done better. And so if it ever happens again, we know what to do. <laughs> and so we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so this actually happened uh, just two weeks ago. So it's pretty fresh yeah. on our memory. No, it was last week. Oh, it was last week. It's Sunday today and it was last Sunday. All right. So it was last Sunday, and I'm out in the congregation in the front row. We're in the middle of the first song, and Dylan's trying to get my attention in the middle of the song. Like, he's up there singing. He's trying to get my attention. I'm like, what? And I don't read lips well, and so he's mouthing something to me, and I was like, I don't, I don't even know. I think what. I snapped at you first because you were like, yeah. dazed off. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> then he said something. I didn't know what he said, and I totally ignored him and just closed my eyes and kept worshiping. <laughs> and I appreciated that. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah, what was going through your head? Right it's like, then? whatever. <laughs> Why is he not helping me? It's like, hopefully, the Holy Spirit will just work it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of like, I was trying to figure out what was going on, and you were pointing off like to your right hand side, I guess towards our keyboard player, but I looked over there and she seemed to be doing fine. So it's like, whatever. Well, she was making a fuzzled look at me. So I was hoping if I just got you to look over there, you would see her doing it too. And I guess she stopped before you w- looked over there. <laughs> yep. She got on her best behavior as soon as I looked over there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's in the middle of the song. The song ends and Dylan just kind of goes back to the keyboard player to fix whatever this issue is. And nobody says anything from the stage. Like, uh, my wife was up there too singing. She just kind of turns around and has her ba- back to the congregation. And we're all just kind of sitting out there. And, you know, that's fine for a few seconds. And I think it was like 10 seconds in. And we're just all like, what? What, what are we doing next? <laughs> Everybody in the room is just staring. A quiet room. Completely quiet. Nothing's going on. It's just staring at what's what Dylan's doing with the keyboard player. And then finally, you know, Dylan gets frustrated, I think, because he can't figure out what's going on. And he looks at me. He's like, hey, do you got any ideas? I was like, well, I don't even know what the problem is. You got to tell me what the problem is. It's like she can't hear herself. Like her ears aren't working. I was like, oh. So I hop up there. And, and while I'm hopping up there, I walk past my, my wife. And I'm like, well, say something or pray or something like address the congregation. And so she like gets in her mic. She's like, Okay, told me to say something and <laughs> <laughs> to, to make things to make things more awkward. And so I'm like, oh my heavens. And you know, you know, to make matters worse, I had a really hard morning that morning. Usually I show up to church like just pumped, like for church. That day I showed up to church. You know, I'm thankful that church was happening, but I wasn't real real um excited to be there because we have three little kids, a one year old, a two year old, and a four year old. And normally, my mother-in-law comes over and watches them for us on Sunday morning so we can go prepare for church. Well, I watched them this Sunday morning and brought them to church, you know, 30 minutes before it started. And they ate my lunch that morning. Like, <laughs> man, it was it was hard. They were not easy to get along with. They were very demanding and had a lot of needs. And so I, wo- I showed up to church really wore out. And all my parents out there are probably like, yep, yeah, that's exactly how I feel every Sunday. It's a good thing you don't have to speak that week. Yep. 
True that. So I was already just kind of frustrated to begin with. And then that just kind of like elevated it, I guess. And then Beth said that and that elevated my frustration even more. So there were not very good thoughts going through my head at this moment. So I was trying to calm myself down. Um, but it turns out I just go and look at her P16. I was like, it's lighting up, so it should be working. And me and Dylan actually came to the conclusion at the same exact time, like her her headphones must be unplugged. And like as soon as I like bend down to look for a headphone cable, Dylan comes back and like plugs it in for her. She's like, oh my gosh. We'll call back to the last episode, communication problems, where she she didn't know what was going on either. She didn't realize she had pulled it out. And we're not ragging on you at all, Amy. Like this is a communication problem between all of us. Yeah. And she just didn't know how to communicate it to me because she was just so confuzzled in the moment. Like who wouldn't be? And so she was telling me that she couldn't hear the backing tracks in the click. And so I was like, well, I don't know what the problem would be because it's coming in my P16. So like did her P16 just fry that one channel or something? I don't know. (laughs) And like if she had communicated to me that she couldn't hear anything, then I probably would have gone to that first that maybe something came unplugged. That's true. But she, she just didn't know how to communicate that. And I totally understand that. And I didn't communicate it back to her very well either. And maybe I just didn't in the past, I've not communicated problem solving to her when it comes to the P 16 very well either. Yeah. Call, Cause call back to the last episode. If there's a communication problem, it's your problem as the leader. Yeah. Like you're the reason for it. And so I don't know how long it went on for, maybe like 30 seconds at least. Yeah, which we, feels like an eternity when yeah. everybody else is in the room with you. Yeah. And I, as soon as it had gotten to that point, I realized how I had failed in that moment. And it, was, it wasn't the fact that I'd gone back to the keyboard to help her try to fix it because I'm really the only one that could have helped her out in that moment. But I didn't delegate the communication aspect to Beth like I should have or to my sister who has also had a microphone. I should have said something and then handed it over to Beth and then gone back there to help. But I was like so confused in the moment as well. I just didn't have anything to say either. Yeah. And so I learned like first instinct, address the congregation, give the communication over to someone else and then try to fix the problem. Yep. And if you're wondering why this stopped the whole production, it's because it was a song where our keyboardist was the main instrument in the very beginning of it. And she didn't even know when the song started <laughs> because she couldn't hear the backing track. And so um, it st- the song started, she wasn't playing and our drummer stopped the backing track and then this all happened. So just in case you're wondering why. <laughs> Normally stuff like that does not frustrate me. Like I don't get mad about it, but I was kind of mad that day. Just I think because I showed up frustrated. Yeah. And so it just kind of pushed me over the edge. I wasn't mad that it happened. I was just mad that nobody was talking to the congregation from the stage uh-huh. it's like what are y'all doing <laughs> everybody's kind of had their back and so yeah i mean it's something as simple as you know hey guys we're having a problem with our keyboard players having a problem i need to go address it real quick so why don't you just turn your neighbor and, and talk to each other for a minute mm-hmm. i mean that would have been a whole lot less awkward than not saying anything yeah in the moment i was fully aware of the awkwardness I, my attention was just so divided by that and then trying to fix the problem that I was just, I got so flustered as well. I wasn't really frustrated. I wasn't mad at our keyboard at all. Like I totally understand when stuff like that happens, yeah. but I was just flustered. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what what's crazy about it is that it ended up being like 
one of the best services we've had in a long time despite all of that going on no doubt like the whole team was just so surrendered and humbled that sunday that i think we just let the holy spirit do what he wanted to do and he really moved that week yep it was awesome it's like yeah all right we failed in and of ourselves so <laughs> yeah god do your thing i think we need that humbling every now and then though so it's probably good for us <laughs> i'm gonna get started unplugging her headphones <laughs> we'll try someone else next time yeah do the drummer or something <laughs> Yeah, it actually, it turned out really good. And to be honest, like it took me, you know, there's, we always do about a three song set list. So we did the other two songs after all that went down. And it took me towards the end of the third song to kind of get over myself and to not be mad over what just happened. Because you know, we have, we had first time guests in the room. And so I'm thinking about them and uh-huh. how awkward that must have been for them and Same. stuff like that. So, um, but still, I shouldn't have gotten mad about that. So that was my fail. Like I didn't have my emotions under control. We get to the third song and man, it was just in, a, in the flow moment after the third song, it was just so powerful. Like everybody in the room, like there's people crying and like, you just, it's just one of those moments you don't really understand what the Holy Spirit's doing. You just know he's doing something. Mm-hmm. And so I finally like got over my frustration, got over my anger. And and then he ended up speaking through me. Like I, I never jump in a worship set. Like that's something that I love for you guys to handle. Like the worship team is more than capable of handling this whole set. And then you guys are going to transition it into the message and I'll take it from there. But this moment, it's like, Holy Spirit was stirring to me. Like, you need to say this. You need to sing this. And, and then Beth looks right at me because she knew that it was me. She's like, you got something to say, don't you? Because this, this is just when the band was playing and flowing. So I hopped up there and, and said some things that I really believe helped some people. Like, it was just a message in time for the season. And that's really... For me, that's an encouragement because on on a day when I was probably my worst as a pastor, like I was frustrated and mad, like God still moved in my heart to deliver something for his people. And at a day when the worship band may have seemed at their worst because they had this big flub right in the middle of this set that's supposed to flow from endpoint to endpoint and never have any distractions, he used it like he still moved like and people think it people told us afterwards they're like that was like the best worship that we've had in a long time it was incredible how in sync us us people with the mics were i mean the band was too like they were following all of us incredibly well but then like when it comes to i had a microphone beth had a microphone my sister and then Cade when he came up and spoke but the worship moment after the third song was on beth like and whenever i give her or my sister that responsibility i don't want to have anything to do with it i'm like do what the holy spirit is leading you to do don't ask me um and then there came a point where it was i think the holy spirit was intending it to be passed on and it was to me and beth thought it's like she automatically knew and she stepped back and i automatically knew what i was supposed to do and those are incredible moments when like you don't even have to think about it it just kind of happens like you're just so surrendered that you just kind of start doing it without even really thinking about it. It's the only way I can explain it. When the whole team is surrendered like together. Yeah. Yeah. And so then he had just something that he wanted for me to do. And I was just kind of seeing some ad libs and encouraging the congregation a little bit. And then it came to a point that I didn't know what was next, but then Beth did and she knew it was you. And I just knew to step back and I opened my eyes and then you were walking up on the stage and you had your encouragement and it's like, I knew where my piece was. Beth knew where her piece was. And you know where, knew where yours was. Mm-hmm. You knew when it was supposed to be. And we were just all so in sync with the Holy Spirit. And it was incredible. Yeah. 
which is crazy after having such a flub like that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, one of our guests that we had, I talked to him afterwards and he was like, so was there, was there a problem like in the worship? Like I didn't, I didn't even notice. I thought all oh, that was on purpose. Like, and it was really good. And I was like, uh, there's like 30 minutes of awkward silence. And <laughs> so it's like there, it's like he forgot that that had even happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then even at the very end of the worship set, before we transmit transition into the message, our keyboardist, she had a word of encouragement based off of her, her flub that she had. Yeah. And do you remember like kind of the specifics of what she said? Well, I thought it was really good because um, our keyboard player, she's kind of a perfectionist, uh-huh. which I think a lot of keyboard players are. I think that's just kind of the common thing. But like she'll really beat herself up when she messes something up on the team. And she got up after they had, after worship had finished. It's like, hey, I got an encouragement. She shared. She's like, wow, you know, look at how God can still move despite our mistakes she's like i chose not to be upset over my mistake and keep worshiping anyway and look at what god did was kind of her message mm-hmm. and it's true it's a growing moment for her and i was really impressed like that she was able to move past her mistakes like that and let god move it's awesome super awesome yep so the resolution here is like make sure you should probably add a volunteer to your team that like just performs a little mischief here and there, like unplugs people's in-ears and stuff (laughs) (laughs) so that you can get over yourself and let God move. (laughs) Cause some stumbles to humble yourself. (laughs) No, but obviously we could have made that better just by, like we said, just communicate with the congregation. But did you have anything else you wanted to add there? Obviously I I said it already, but what I learned about problem solving with something like that is to call on another team member and delegate because mm-hmm. i can't do all those things on my own i can't fix the problem and also be a leader on the microphone like that yeah you got to delegate sometimes us worship leaders want to do it all on our own uh here i'll fix this hey uh just give us a second you know yeah so delegation yep awesome so if you've had um one of your worship sets messed up really badly now you know you're not alone I've actually seen one of like Hillsong and I think it's Taya on the keyboard and she, her setting was on the wrong setting and it like dropped this beat in the middle of like an intimate worship moment. You remember? I've seen that video. It's a good one. So, <laughs> so even Hillsong does. So, so be encouraged. God can still move even when you make these huge mistakes. Seriously. Word. Can. Yeah. Word. If there's anything we'd like you to do after this podcast, it's to subscribe so that we can let you know when the next episode comes out, which we repost these every week on Thursdays. Um, also, if you could leave a rating or review on wherever you're listening, that would be really helpful as well to help people discover it. If you have a worship leader friend or someone in ministry that you think could really benefit from these talks and us bringing our failures out into the open and laughing about them and learning stuff along the way, uh, go ahead and shoot them the link over so that they can check out this podcast. But thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.